Okay, so we're discussing last week that we were really discussing this Torah from Rabbi Nachman and Torah tests, where Rabbi Nachman's explaining to us the idea of what happens when a person's stuck and a person doesn't have the ability to daven properly. A person has babulim, a person has you know, difficulties, challenges in davening properly, and it makes it very difficult to be able to, to, be able to have kavanah by davening, to be able to have proper slavas, to be able to think properly, to be able to focus on davening. I was just talking to somebody the other day, he told me, he said, he said from Elul, from, from Tishrei, till about halfway through Cheshvan, he was Mamash and Kippur. Said Mama, she was davening, come out with like the with the nusach of Yom Nirum all the way through Cheshvan. Felt it, and then he said after that, you just said I haven't felt anything since then. So every day daven shachras menchavarv is very nice, but there's no there's no feeling, there's no hargish. I'm not going to talk about this, this, this challenge of of where a person's going through the motions and a person's davening and a person's working through shachras menchavarv, but there's nothing there's nothing else happening and there's no there's no feeling, there's no aish, there's no islavas, there's no kavana, there's no hargish, nothing's taking place. It's just Pasha, the guy sitting and saying the words, and that's it. I'm not going to explain to us that the real way to get out of that, out of that matziv, to get out of that, that, uh, that, that, that hastara, the real way to do it is Diburim Shal Emes. And a person's able to find, and a person's able to speak a Dibur Shal Emes, then you can break out of that whole place of hastara, and you can start having a genuine relationship with Hashem. Right? Just on Shabbos, somebody was asking me, I was talking about the concept of you know, this and talking to Hashem in your own words. You know, so I mentioned very aga, very briefly, I mentioned something about Whatever feeling you feel, whatever emotion you feel towards Hashem, it's important to be able to express that towards Hashem, right? Even if sometimes it's not the most ideal feeling to feel. Sometimes a person feels angry, sometimes a person feels abandoned, sometimes a person feels left behind by Hashem. Nevertheless, in a genuine, real relationship, a person has to express that to Hashem. So somebody came over to me, he's asking me about this concept after we heard that it's not a good thing. You don't, you don't, you have to talk properly to Hashem and you, you can't say things which you feel if they're not 100% the way it should be. And he wanted to know, like, you know, a little bit of hechatesis. He said, first of all, open up a Sefer Tehillim and go through Sefer Tehillim and see, David Melech doesn't only sing the praises of Hashem. David Melech says some very, very, you know, quote unquote, harsh things to Hashem. David Melech says what he feels. But I said, this guy's newly married. I said, your relationship with your wife, I think the guy was married like a month. I said, Baruch Hashem, you probably haven't gotten, gotten, gotten into a fight yet with your wife. You've been married a month. But I said, but you're going to get into a fight with your wife. Now, there's two ways that that can happen. Either you can feel like I don't have the ability to express what's bothering me to my spouse because she's not gonna be able to take that properly and she won't be able to understand it and the whole thing's just gonna, you know, just go downwards from there. Or you can say in a healthy relationship, I have the ability to express what's bothering me to the other person and that other person hears and understands that we're able to work through what's bothering me. So a healthy relationship is not a relationship where I don't have the ability to express any real emotions. That's not healthy. Right, the example I gave him is, you know, my, 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 my relationship with my mailman, I never scream at my mailman, he never screams at me because we don't have a relationship. So it, it's, is that a genuine relationship? Is that a greater relationship than the relationship with my wife and kids? Because sometimes, you know, I can raise my voice to my wife and kids. No, because it, there's nothing genuine about it. There's nothing real. I, I, I never share real emotions with my mailman because I don't have real emotions with him. And there's no, there's no tension between them. There's no love between them. There's, there's nothing going on. In a relationship that's genuine and real, there's real feelings. And sometimes those feelings are great. Sometimes a person feels close to Hashem, a person feels loved by Hashem, a person feels loved towards Hashem, and sometimes a person feels the opposite. But the, in a genuine, real relationship, and when you recognize that Hashem doesn't judge you for having those feelings, Hashem wants you to express those feelings then because that's the way to create a real relationship. So yeah, so is it proper to feel angry at Hashem? 
No, that's not the lachatchila. But if you feel that way, should you express it to him? Yeah, there's nobody else that you could express it to. Like he's, the, he's the only person that you should be expressing it to, and he wants to hear those feelings because that, that, that means that you recognize that it's a real relationship. If it's a fake, some sort of you know, plastic relationship where Hashem says, only come to me and tell me thank you. Don't tell me anything other than thank you. That, that, that's silly. That's not a real relationship. It's not genuine. A real, genuine relationship is that it's ups and it's downs. That's what Nachman said. When a person gets stuck in a place of astar, a person gets stuck with babulam and, ch- and, and challenges, in davening, the ikr way that you can find your way out of those holes. Because Rav Nachman explained to us that to get into the place of Tumah, they opened up a door for you and therefore you can get out that same door. The only challenge is you can't find the door because the door is hidden because of the, because of the darkness that you're going through. The way, to find the, the way to find that door, the way to get back to a genuine, real davening that has a slavas, Rav says, when I'm able to speak honestly what I'm feeling inside, when I'm able to really get down to what's really going on inside me and to the depths of my emotions, to be able to talk that and express that to Hashem, then my relationship's able to come back alive again. Then everything, everything starts working again. I found that light. I found the door. I'm able to walk back into a genuine, real relationship with Hashem, an authentic relationship where there's something going on. There's me and there's him. And, and, and I recognize that he's part and parcel of my life. That's what he told us last week. Really, we read it very briefly from Teretas. And he said that that was really the Indian of the Tsayar Tassel Teva by Noach. Like the whole concept of what was taking place by Noach, and we'll see it a little bit today. But the Mabel, the whole idea of the Mabel was the Bubulim, it was craziness. Everything that was taking, out, out, everything that was taking place outside of the Teva was all the craziness that we all feel sometimes when we daven, right? That, those, that, that, that noise, that, that, that static that's taking place, that all the craziness in the outside or the inside of our heads, all that that's taking place, Rav Nachman said is the Indian of the Mabel. All those, all those noises, all those things that don't allow us to connect to Hashem. The whole idea of the Mabel was things which pulled us away from Hashem. Now, Noach created this Teva. Noach created this little hole, this little boat, which is supposed to save him from the world of the Mabel, which is supposed to be, that's supposed to be our place where we have the ability to daven properly. Right? The Hashem taught us that the word Teva doesn't just mean a boat, an ark. Teva also means, the wor- means a word. And it means the words of Tefillah that a person is able to daven, which save him from the Mabel, which is trying to pull him away from Hashem. But Rav Nachman said that the way to ensure they're able to survive in the Teva is you need a light in the Teva. What is the light? The Pesach, you put the light on the side by the Pesach. The light is Dibur Shal Emes. And I'm able to speak words of Emes. That is the light which, which lights up the whole Teva and allows me to be able to survive within the Teva and not get caught up in the Mayim Rabbim, not get caught up in all of the Mabal that's taking place around me. That's very, very a brief synopsis of what Rav Nachman told us in Teretes. And now we'll see that Rav is going to say that this whole thing is Ba'atzim, the Indian of Chanukah, and the, the Adlakas Nar Chanukah that we light is really this whole idea of Dibur Shal Emes and the idea of the Malmah. He says like this, Ba'aklal, I'm going to read it very quickly inside, just he himself gives a synopsis of Teratas, and then we'll see the beginning where he starts talking about Nar Chanukah. Ba'aklal Shatfilo Bechinis Amuna, Bechinis Nisim, Lamalamaya Teva, Tfila is Amuna, which is Lamalamaya Teva, Bechinis Eretz Yisrael, Bechinis Yaakov Obanov. That's what he said at the beginning. There's 12 Shvatim, there's 12 Nishchais of Tefillah. The reality is, when a person gets up to Davin, he's going to find himself surrounded by Machshavas, Bilbulim, Chayshech, and won't be able to Davin properly. The Iker Eitzel what's the main way, what's the main piece of advice to get ourselves out of the darkness? The Iker Eitzel to get out of it is the world of Emes. Make sure that the words that are coming out of your mouth 
are MS. Even if you're not holding by having the proper kavana the whole davening, make sure that the words that you're saying have our MS. The words that you're saying are real and are authentic and are genuine, because otherwise you're just going through the robotic actions of speaking out words, which you're never gonna be able to find the R in just speaking words. You have to be able to find the R through the genuine, through the world of MS, through speaking through speaking out the broom shall MS. It says, As we said last week, there are many who hold, are many doors to get out of the darkness. Rather, but the issue is, is that Aksil, someone who's foolish, someone who's stuck in that place of darkness, is not able to find those, those of Ein Raya Pesach, can find those openings. The MS is the light of Hashem. Emes is the flashlight which shines the light within that place of Chayshah. When a person speaks properly, the Rosh turns on the light and the Rosh shows you how to get out of the darkness that you find yourself in. Right? Nachman and Tavar Yudbeis in the second Chalik. Maybe we even spoke this out last week. Nachman says when a person's stuck in a place of darkness, there's a, there's a concept called calling out to Hashem and saying, I am a Kaim just those words, just asking, I am a Kaim Kavayda, Hashem, where are you? It already pulls a person out of the Chayshach. As soon as I start to ask the question, I start to have the genuine Bikush for Hashem, I say, Hashem, I'm in Chayshach. I'm in a place which is far, far away from you, but I'm searching for you. I'm looking for you. I want to find you. I have a Bikush to try to get out of the place of Chayshach. And it's a Dibur Shal Emes. I'm not just saying it because I'm supposed to be saying it, but I really feel that I want to get out of the place I'm in. And I say genuinely, I am a Kaim Kavayda, right away I got pulled out of that place. Because that's a deeper shalemis. That deeper shalemis turns the light on, and right away my relationship with Hashem becomes genuine and real and authentic, and then all the babul and everything else gets wiped out. Then he brings the Tzaritasa All of this, this whole idea of turning the MS on, this whole idea of using the MS as a way to get out of the Chayshech, is Bechinis Ner Chanukah. Why? The whole idea of Chanukah is Tfilah Vaidah, as we say in Al Anisim. The whole idea of Chanukah is Pursuming Nisa, right? It's an idea we find in Allah more than anywhere else. We find it again and again and again this idea of Pursuming Nisa, the importance of Pursuming Nisa. How much you have to spend on pursuing Nisa? How important it is to make sure that you're in the right place to be able to to be able to, you know, do pursuing Nisa. The whole concept of of Nisa of Hanukkah all revolves around this idea of lahaydeis or lahalo to thank the Rebbeinu for the Nisa that took place. Unisa may bechinis tefila the malam yatava. Right, Rachman writes in that Torah and Torah test that the idea of tefila tefila has the capability to be able to raise a person above tava. Tava is the way things are. Tefila has the ability. Be able to do things which are kanegatefa. The whole idea of tefillah is that tefillah doesn't work within the parameters of nature. So nature says that somebody's supposed to pass away. Nature says that somebody's not supposed to have parnasa. Nature says somebody's not supposed to have das. Nature says somebody's children are not supposed to be matzlech and learning. And through the world of tefillah, a person has the ability to rise above teva and to be able to create nisim. That's the way the Hashemunam created the nisim then. And that's the way anytime we create any sort of nase that we create, that all happens through the process of of tefillah. Real tefillah takes place with the idea of emes. That's what ner is. The idea of ner which is a small little light. The whole idea of Hanukkah, it's a tiny little light. It, lights, it stays lit for a half hour. A small little candle, a small little oil stays lit for a half hour. But what's the beauty of ner Is that it's the ner of emes. It's the R, which is the R of emes. As the Basik says, the R 
is the MS. Every year we go through the same challenges that they went through with the Chashmanah, with the Yavanim then, and we go through the same victories with the Chashmanah now. We deal with that same concept of Yavan trying to pull us down. Like the whole idea of Yavan is Yud, Vav, Nun trying to pull us down into that world of Chayshik, trying to not allow us to be able to daven properly. Right? The Chazal tells us, the Medjish Rabbah tells us that they told every single Yid that he has to write on the current of the Shur. Kis v'lechem al current of the Shur. Ein lechem, ein lechem, chelek v'lechei Yisrael. You have nothing to do with Hashem. The whole idea of Yavan is they're trying to break our relationship with the Rabbani Shalom. How do you get out of it? How do you wipe out Yavan? Not with some massive fire, not with something massive and big and beautiful. How do you wait? How do you break out of the klipa of Yavan? How do you make sure that Yavan doesn't wipe you out? Just with a small little light. What's that light? It's the light of Emes. When the Hashmanam came in and they said, Mila Shemelai, and they said, We desire to get back to Baisa Mikdash. We desire to be able to bring back the Kedusha and Tahar the way it's supposed to be. In a way of Emes, they were able to wipe out all the Ma'at Ar, is Doicha Harbim and Achayshech. All it is is a little light. But it's able to be doicha all the all the chayshich of Yavan, all the chayshich of the babulim. But as they ancient eitz of the babulim, all the When a person's stuck in the place of Yavan, you have no way to get out. Kiim al dea emes. The only way to get out is through emes. Then we should yirul lefi madrigasa. Where I am to know to have self awareness to understand what I'm dealing with. Limshech atzmai rakala emes lamita. Rabbanishim, I want the emes lamita. I want to do the. I want to do the real thing. Be stuck on rakala emes beemes. Only to look at the real emes. Bechem betfilo. Right to know where I'm holding, to know what to know to understand my challenges and where I'm holding and what what I'm going through, and to talk to the Bnei from my place where I am, and it feel it's the same thing. Even though I'm not able to daven properly, I can't have any kavana. At least one word, at least one tefillah, one part of davening, where you say, Rabbanu Shalom, this is where I am. This is the reality. Maybe it's not the best place to be. Maybe I wish I could be somewhere else. Maybe you wish I could be, where I could be somewhere else. You can help me get to somewhere else. Right now, this is where I am. Rabbanu Shalom, I'm talking to you from my makam. I'm talking to you from the, in the realest way, in the most genuine way. And I'm giving you over the reality of where I am. As soon as a person is able to speak emes, is able to get out of the chayshech. It's like this. You can. It's like this with a therapist, with a rebbe or a rebbe. Same thing. A person's going through a, going through a challenging time, and, and it's a, it's an uncomfortable thing to have this conversation with you know your rebbe or, or your shashiva, whoever it is, to tell them the reality of what you're going through. You don't want to tell them you're embarrassed. It's not. It's not. It's not enjoyable to tell them you know the, the, you know what you've been dealing with your spiritual challenges. You know he thinks of you as a good guy, and here you are. You're going to come sit down with him and basically spill the guts. You know spill spill the beans to him and tell him. Uh, by the way. I don't know if you know what I'm really, where I'm really holding and what I'm really involved in, but it's not exactly the way it should be. But until a person does that, you don't have the ability to grow properly. Until a person can actually speak out those words of MS, so then you're living in a facade. He thinks you're greater than you are. You're convincing yourself that you're greater than you are. And then nobody has the ability to help you. As soon as you come to the Rebbe, and as soon as you come to the Tzaddik, as soon as you come to the Rabbani Shalom, and say, Rabbani Shalom, this is the MS. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not the Lachatchila. Maybe it's not the best place to be. Maybe this is not where I chose to be. Maybe this is where I ended up based on my choices. But this is the reality of where I am. As soon as you can talk to Hashem honestly in, in, in a way of MS and say, Rabbani Shalom, this is my matzah. This is where I am. I am a Kayim Kaveda. I need you to pull me out of the matzah that I'm in. Rabbanishim turns on the R of Chayshech. And that's why the whole idea of Yavan, Yavan was trying to say, you have nothing to do with Hashem. You're totally cut off from Hashem. And Kla Yisro is taka holding in a place of Chayshech. Right? The Messiavnim were, were, were ruba de ruba of Kla Yisro. 
right? There's different machlekes in it, and based on you know which swarm you learn exactly how many how many Maccabees there were. If the thirteen were the more, there definitely wasn't definitely wasn't large numbers. Definitely was a definitely was a you know a miyachim a, a, a of Klal Yisrael, which means that all of Klal Yisrael was on the side of Yavan, and there's a miyachim a on the side of on the side of on the side of the Rabbanu Shalom, a, a tiny drop who said Mila Shemelai, who got up and said Rabbanu we know what the Emes is, and how are they able to pull everybody back? Because they showed everybody that Peseder, you're holding in that place where you misyavnim, you're holding in that place of total Yavan, you're holding in that place of total Cheshach, all you need to do is turn, turn around and talk to Hashem in an honest, genuine way. And when you tell Hashem, Hashem I'm stuck in this place of Yavan, I'm stuck in this place of the Cheshach, Cheshach al Tahim is Yavan, I'm stuck in this place of ultimate darkness, and you light that little fire, which is the Dibur Shal Emes, that little teeny flame, through that R of MS, person has the ability to get out and to daven properly. That's the idea of Hanukkah, is to reach that place where I'm having MS, genuine relationship with Hashem, I'm talking to him honestly, and then I'm able to get out of the Chayshech. I was listening, I was driving the other day, I was listening to Shem Shem Pinkus, and he was saying, you know, he was talking about the Milo of Hanukkah. She said the Milo of Hanukkah is like the first fight you ever get into. The first fight you ever get into, right? So you go through it, you go through it. Sheva Brachas, right? You go, you go through dating and then you engage and Baruch Hashem, it's going well and then you get married and Sheva Brachas is amazing. Three weeks into the marriage, you get into a fight. Almost a terrible fight. He said, there's nothing, there's nothing compared to the feeling, there's nothing compared to the feeling of the makeup after that fight, right? So you were close before and then you get into a terrible fight. Something goes wrong. You want to, she wants to go to her parents, you want to go to your parents, or neither of you want to go to either parents, you, you both fight about whose parents, whose parents you don't want to go to, and it gets, you get into that first fight, and then you make up and you work through that first fight, the feeling of closeness that you have after you work through the first fight, you can't compare it to what I had before. And obviously that's not the lachatrili, you don't try to get into fights so that you can work through the fights and then get back to a place of better shalom bais, but the reality is, is that when a person goes through those challenges, and a person then works them through, and is able to really share with their spouse genuine feelings, then you're able to create a much deeper relationship. They said that's what Hanukkah is. Sukkot from Ramashana High. It's Ramash Sheva Brachas. It's amazing. We're all the way flying on top, and then comes Hanukkah. Hanukkah is deep, deep into the winter when we we got into the first fight with Hashem. Things aren't working out exactly the way we would like it to work out, and then we come back to Hashem and we say, Rabbi Hashem, okay, listen. The reality is is that there was a separation. The reality is is that we didn't do exactly what we're supposed to do. The reality is that there was some sort of sichsach between us that wasn't that wasn't proper. But Rabbi Hashem, let's talk honestly. Let's talk genuinely. Let, let's let's try to make up here. We 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 did what we we did what we weren't supposed to do. We fell we fell off the path. We we're not following exactly where we thought we'd be. You know, holding him kipper where we said we would be on him kipper. But let, let let's let's get back to where we want to get to. And when we can come on Hanukkah and talk with the Dibur Shalem, Emes, tell Rabbi Hashem, what happened happened. And the reality from between Sukkot and Hanukkah wasn't perfect. But now I want to talk to you, Emes. Now I want to get back. And this is the massive. This is where I am. Hanukkah, Chafei Kislev, this is where I am. I'm in a massive total Cheshech of Yavan. I'm in a massive Cheshech of Neitoim, but I want to get out of it. And I want to come back to you and I want to have a relationship with you again. And all you have to do is say it genuinely, one word, just one word, one sentence to genuinely say, Hashem, I'm interested in getting back to that feeling that I felt in Yom Kippur and Sukkot. I'm interested in getting back to that feeling of closeness with you. And really you turn the light on. It's a tiny R, 
but it's the R which is, he says, Shlach It's the R which is the R which takes a person out of that Chayshech and allows a person to get back into the world of Tefillah. And he says, we'll just finish with this. He says, That's what all the Swarm tells us. Right? We know the Gemara and Sukkah tells them, hey, the Shkina never goes but the Nerchanaka is Dafka Lamatame Sara. Vakin Shomu Makamachizasam. The Makama the Chizis Aklipas happens, Dafka Lamatame Sara, because the Shkina doesn't go there. Visham Daika Madlika Nerchanaka Itzla Pesach. And Dafka over there is where we like the Nerchanaka. Bechinas Psach the Varacha Yar. Bahirish Daika Lamatame Sara Tvachim. The Makama Chizis Sitrach or Dafka over there. Where you find yourself Lamatame Sara, Gamsham Yachel Limsa Pesach, Leskarva Lakadusha, Idea Aramis. You light the Ur and you light the Ner and you light it by the Pesach. To show that, yeah, Lamata Me'asara, there's also a Pesach over there. The Pesach, the opening doesn't happen only Lamala Me'asara, only higher where the Shechina is, but even Lamata, where there's no Shechina, where the Klipasar, where I find myself on the first night of Hanukkah, even over there, there's also a Pesach. And I light it by the entrance, that's where we're supposed to be lighting it, by the entrance of the door, Lamata Me'asara, because I'm showing that, yeah, with this little R of MS, with this little reality of talking to Hashem genuinely about where I am, and where I'm holding, I'm able to open up the, open up the door, and I'm able to create a passageway. I'm able to create a Pesach, even in that place of Chayshech. Shechem I can bring Emes even over there. Wherever I am. That's where we dafka light it next to the Pesach. We dafka light it by the entranceway. To show that this is the reality of Nerchanaka. It's dafka lamatame It's dafka in the reality of where we find ourselves in that Chayshech of Enlechem Chelek of Lekei Yisrael. But that little light that's lit there has the ability to open up all the doors and to be able to get us out of that chayshech, to be able to get us back to having a genuine, real relationship with Hashem. Hashem should always be zeichet to light the nerf Chanukah through speaking to Hashem genuinely and honestly and openly and talking to Him with what's really going on in our life and our relationship with Him. By doing that, we'll be able to show us the Pesach to get out of the chayshech, be able to enter back into a real Kiris Hashem Litoif.